I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace, and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before, and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Hey Spirit. I have never experienced the things that I did during Wendy's reading today. I always say this, a soul is a soul and a bond is a bond. We've had souls that have channeled, that passed or had miscarriages, terminations, died soon after birth. But never have we had a soul channel for almost an hour that only lived 18 hours here in the physical world. And there are so many moments where you don't realize what spirit is saying and it's like, that light bulb moment of, oh my God. So I hope you all enjoy, embrace, and feel the healing in this amazing episode on Hey Spirit. God bless. Nice to meet you. Your name is Wendy? Yes. Nice to meet you. (laughs) And how did you get on Hey Spirit? Did you call the hotline or? Oh, yes. Yes, I asked um, Alex if I got on because of persistence, but she said oh. she's not the one who makes the the decision. But I called about two or three times a week, and um, <laughs> I had stopped though. And the last time I it was been about a week, and I was just like, "Hey, it's Wendy again from Prairieville, Louisiana." Like, so I think persistence got me on. Listen, well, we do get a lot of phone calls. So, you know, don't feel bad about persistence. I would just like to ask because some people, you know, whether they see me on social media, they call the hotline. I always just want to put out there because people are always like, well, why would I get picked? Or no, no one's ever going to pick me. How do I get on? I, you know, so. Yeah. Well, I said it's like going on the prices right. 
you're in line. They're going to pick the people that are most obnoxious, you know? So I'm like, I got I to gotta get known. She's going to know me. Honestly, I don't know how that works, how people get on. I know people call and we do. We have, you know, multiple people that are part of my team. And right. I think that's the thing that I love that everyone that's part of my team is just so invested. They just love helping people. So it's something truly special to be a part of. So I'm excited to have you on Hey Spirit today. And regardless, persistence, whatever it may be, (laughs) I always say spirit always has a hand though in it because it always seems to be someone will say, I called so many times or, or this time I called and now it's my birthday or it's my loved one's anniversary or, you know, I was just having a really difficult day and I got the email to be on your podcast. So I always say spirit has a little hand in that. (laughs) Well, anyway, welcome to Hey Spirit. (laughs) Thank you. And here we are. So you're from Louisiana. What an honor and a treat to have you here today. Even though maybe you've watched Long Island Medium, listened to the podcast, came to one of my live shows, I always like to give a little speech on how I read and what people can mostly expect over the next few moments of your session. And I don't know why I'm saying to you this, Wendy, at this point, because I typically wouldn't say this in my speech, but it must be spirit. I don't know if there is anything that spirit can have me say to you in this session that will take away your pain and your sorrow, your loss and your grief, because I know the only thing that would be to give you your loved one back. And usually a soul might have me say that when someone loses a child, because I feel that, you know, a loss is a loss but parents are not supposed to bury their children. And whether if this is your loved one, if you did lose a child of their way in saying that, I just want you to know that I'm okay, that my soul is with you, and that I am at peace with God. Spirit always has me do these little unique things that I typically don't do during a session because then sometimes, look, this is very overwhelming. You know, people... Mm -hmm could be a big supporter in what I do, believe in an afterlife and and know that they get the signs and symbols. And then when this moment happens, it's, it's almost paralyzing in a sense because we can't believe that this is actually happening. And then your loved ones are going to have me say things to you today, Wendy, that you are not expecting them to bring up and talk about. And the reason why I have spirit do that is because what I've learned over the years is that unfortunately there are only so many different ways that people can die and there are most certainly common burdens and guilt that we might carry. So what I've asked your loved ones to do with every healing message that they have me deliver here today, they have to validate it with something completely unique to you. They're going to be things that you're not expecting spirit to bring up and talk about. The thing that I want spirit to do the most is to channel with their personality and with laughter. Laughter is the best medicine for the soul. And I think it's the number one thing we forget to do, don't know how to do, or simply don't want to do after the loss of a loved one. They want us to know that they are still with us just in a different way. And that one day, not now, but one day, our souls will be reunited and we will meet again. So Wendy, I wish you the most amazing and beautiful experience over these next few moments. And... I'm going to ask you this. Did you lose your son? I did. What an incredible, unique way your son came through. I don't think the things that your son had me say in my speech are some of the things I don't say in a speech, but I will say during a reading. 
And like I stressed earlier, that it's something that a child will say to their parent. So I loved how in a very gentle way, your son let you know that his soul was present. Because he just made me feel that in that moment, whatever I said to you in the speech, it was almost like you were like, oh, he's here. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I don't think people even also realize that it's these little things that blow me away about spirit. Because how in the world would I know that? How would I know that that's the way that you feel? Or what you felt in that moment? Right? You most certainly didn't show it. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. But it's a validation of that your son's soul is right beside you knowing how you're feeling. And I'm even going to say even down to the part where I said to you that there is nothing that I don't think your son is going to have me say that will take away the pain and the sorrow, the loss and the grief. Because to do that, it would be to give you your son back. I can't do that. But I can, in these few moments, allow him to use my physical body as that vessel to show you that he is okay, that he is at peace. And more importantly, even though he left the physical world very suddenly, that he did find a place with God. Because when a soul stands and they do the sign of the cross and they stand with the Blessed Mother, it's just my frame of reference because I'm Catholic. So it's just my frame of reference. And it's just a symbol of whether... If it was because of the way that he died, he brings forward uh, parents and they hold hands. So they have to be grandparents, great-grandparents, but they had to have been directly connected because they hold hands. I mean, I have grandparents that are gone, but, but they don't know him or anything. It doesn't matter. They're okay. connected to you. Because he showed me you have a lot of family still here, correct? Yeah. And this was one of your other fears is, is he alone? Or that right. you worry about. Mm -hmm. To validate that the souls are together. Okay. And that he is not alone. And he's not afraid on the other side. How do you connect with a tree? Did you either plant a tree in memory of him? Is there something specific about a tree? And or is he buried near a tree? We planted a tree. I just want him to validate that it yeah. was because, you know, and we could sit back and say, oh, yeah, of course I lost my grandparents. But for your son to bring forward the grandparents and say, I'm not alone. Knowing that he knows what you planted in memory of him. When the tree was planted, his soul was with you at that exact moment. Do you have a bench there or were you planning on putting a bench there? No, I have a bench in my room, though. Oh, you have a bench in, but is that for him or where you sit and reflect? A friend of ours made it out of the bed that was supposed to be for him, the crib. Okay. Validating that his soul knows about the bench. How would I know about the bench? Right? Because literally, and this is the thing that I find amazing because, you know, I have signs and symbols. I literally heard that you were contemplating about this bench. And I'm like, contemplating. And I'm like, that's a big word. Like, it's not something that spirit uses, right? And here we have this young soul, right? Oh, yeah. And saying, this bench, I don't know what this is. I'm going to try to interpret this because I've never had this before. Well, first of all, let me ask you this. How do you connect with the number eight? I don't connect with eight. I don't know, honestly. Okay. 
is someone's birthday in the month of August or an anniversary. An anniversary also consists of someone's departure. I have a brother's birthday is in August, but. Well, who was your son named after? His middle name after my great grandfather. Okay, look, I said something to you that maybe I misinterpreted or we don't understand in this moment. I asked to pass on it, and he told me that he was a namesake. A namesake for me is someone that was named for someone. First name, middle name, form of a name, and or an initial. I'll look up later and see, like, when his birthday or when he passed. Okay, but your son was young, is that correct? Yes, right after birth. Well, it was 18 hours. He lived 18 hours. He lived 18 hours. Let me, I'm trying to figure out what this eight is. I usually, I just like to pass on something, but he keeps showing me the number eight. This is where a lot of times where I actually like when something like this happens because it could be something where it's like, oh my God, it was eight o'clock when, you know, someone else might be able to connect with it or we remember later on. You held your son, is that correct? Mm Mm-hmm. After he passed. Well, it's important Because he said to me, he showed me my symbol for where a soul wants me to say to a parent, my mom had the privilege of holding me as I took my first breath and as I took my last breath. And I don't know why that's important because now we have a soul that only lived 18 hours and you holding him after he passed. So whether if that's his soul's way of saying I felt your love from the moment I was born or from the moment that I was conceived. Do you understand that? Because I feel like he also made me feel like you never, ever put him down. Like you held him for that entire 18 hours. So there has to be something meaningful for you in him saying that. This is not something that just happened. Is that correct? Um, no. Okay. So... For you to have, and and I just said to him, I said, well, what are the souls there? And he said, well, my mom wants to hear from me. And I said, oh, okay. And here it is. We have a soul that you did not have the opportunity to build memories with, right? That he could refer to and talk about. This also validates, Wendy, that a soul is a soul and a bond is a bond. I'm going to go back to this, Wendy, because your son had me say something to you very interesting. He kept showing me sonogram pictures, and it's almost like everything was fine, right? Everything was fine. Everything was fine. Then all of a sudden, I was born. But then he also had me say something to you, like it was like eight hours before he was born. Like I knew something was wrong or something happened. I, I don't know why this is so important. So I don't know if this is his way of saying to you that there was no way that you would have known that something was wrong, that you could have done anything different or should have been able to do anything different to have carried me to full term. He says, because if I did, I never would have survived. I say that. I, I think that, you know, that um, he's a, a multiple and I say that he lasted as long as he did to get, you know, life to his siblings. Mm-hmm. And how do you connect with the number three? Were there three others or was he one of three? One of three. <laughs> one of three. 
Look, I wrote on my paper three. Uh, <laughs> like, so did I. <laughs> I kept saying, I kept saying inside, Lawson, say three. Talk about your triplet. You're a triplet. Now, let me ask you, how old are they now? They're seven and a half. I must eight. Eight. Because I said to him, why do you keep telling me the number eight? So is this going to be something of where, how we're going to celebrate your son? You know, I found out I was pregnant. I think it was in November. So technically it would have been eight years this month that I found out that you were pregnant. I, I, okay. And they're going on eight. (laughs) And they're going on eight. Yeah. Of knowing how he has not missed out on anything I think it's important on how your son made me feel like that you're a hundred percent correct what I love is that he had me say something to you that's exactly how you feel of that he would not have still survived not that it was any easier to lose him at 24 weeks but he says he literally just said to I have never had this before he said by me passing at 24 weeks unexpectedly was to give the strength for my other siblings. Was he the only one that was born? No. He makes me feel like you were on complete bed rest after that. So I don't know how to interpret that. His brother, I had one baby on, um, I think it was a Saturday. And then the next day, they were trying to keep both babies in, the other two in, him and his other brother, as long as they could. But my body failed. I went into overload, and I had to have a C-section the next day. So Finn and Rowan and Lawson is his name share a birthday. So like, so Finn has his own birthday, and Rowan and Lawson have their own birthday, almost twenty-four hours apart. Oh my God. Yeah. That's crazy. I said to him, I go, I don't understand this. He goes, well, my, my brothers weren't, we weren't born all at the same time. And I'm like, what? Because the other brother survived. Is that correct? Yes. Two survivors. Mm-hmm. We say surviving triplets. Survive. Right. But this bed rest thing, this is what I don't, this is what gets me. So it has to be something. And I, and I don't, I don't know what this is. And I guess it's something also very unique, what what had happened. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, it could be that I always go back and say, if I would listen to my body sooner and and insisted on bed rest instead of working, or at least be, stop working in, within two weeks. It's like I went into labor. He made me feel like the doctors even told you that that wouldn't have made a difference. Oh, yeah, that's what they say. He's making me feel like that was not the case. They were like, it had to do with the body. It had nothing to do with you. It had to do with the body. And he literally made me feel and showed me my symbol for where the body just, the insides could not support all three babies. Yeah. I looked like I was full term at 24 weeks. Oh, so that's why he keep making me feel like the baby was larger. Oh, okay. I've never had this before. He literally made me feel like that the babies were very big for 
their term, but you looked like you were full term, Mm -hmm. but too much for the body, but which had nothing to do with my mom. He says, my mom still looks at my handprints and my footprints. So know that when you do that, even after almost eight years, know that your son's soul is with you at these exact moments. And as you held him, it's almost like you can put yourself back in that exact moment of you holding him that day. And this is almost eight years later. Is that correct? Yes. Because he literally made me feel as if I was holding him and I can feel him. Were you trying to look into his eyes or was there something with his eyes? Yeah, they were all three boys. um, Their eyes were sealed shut at birth. I always say, I wonder what his eyes would have looked like. (laughs) Yes. I don't think all the years that I'm doing this, no one has ever said their eyes were sealed shut. Yeah. But it's almost like whatever, I don't care if you were touching the eyes, you visualize what his eyes looked like because he keeps showing me these big, bright blue eyes. It's almost like however you visualize his eyes, that is him. And I feel like that the way that your other two children are, like that's how Larson would be. Like he is a combination of the two of your boys because he made me feel like they're complete opposite. One's quiet, one's rambunctious, right? Like Larson made me feel like he would have been perfect. Like he would have listened. He would. (laughs) But like, I felt like he would have been that middle ground because he made me feel like he goes, my brothers are complete opposite. They are. But very sweet, very sweet boys. To validate how he is such a part of the family and watches over. Do your boys connect with a Toy Story or do they like something? They keep showing me Woody from Toy Story. So I don't know if they like cowboy hats or if they actually like the movie Toy Story or there's something with Toy Story. They did. I mean, they used to watch it all the time. Can you connect with the cowboy hat or something with Woody? Unless he's trying to talk about a particular brother. I mean, his brother Rowan, we bought cowboy boots for him. A couple months ago, like, he just randomly saw him, wanted him. Because he keeps showing me this Woody doll, like, that cowboy hat, the boots, the clothing, validating that his soul was present at that exact moment. And to say that your other son was not the slight bit interested in cowboy boots. No. (laughs) Like, even though your son guy, he's not like, I want a pair. Like, showing the complete opposites, how they're complete opposites. Yep. Validating that his soul is a part and watches over the family. Is there something that you have? Do you have a fireplace? Or do you have like a shelf or like a mantle? Or is there some place in your home that you have all of Larson's belongings? When spirit shows me things like this, when I say an altar, it could be a mantle, it could be a shelf, but there's like a picture. It might be someone's cremains. It might be their blanket. There might just be a little box of their things. Yes. In my bedroom wall, we have um, shadow boxes of each child of their NICU stay. And his box has the little bitty outfit that he wore, just little mementos. And then the bench is right underneath there. And I have like his blanket and all that. Yeah. So I said, listen, I said, I said some things that 
your mom wasn't connecting with right now. Maybe I misinterpreted it. I need you to validate it for me. And he showed me this mural altar validating that he knows what you had done in memory of him and for his siblings. Now, let me ask you this. Do you have a daughter? I do. Because mm-hmm. he wants to talk about his sister. Oh. I said, listen, I said, I might have misinterpreted things or, you know, I said, you're going to have to like step it up a little bit. He goes, step it up. He goes, I'm doing really good. I go, all right, well, come on. You could do a little, come on, give me something else. He goes, I want to talk about my sister. So validating that he knows of the sister, but why do I feel like she's older? She's 20 years older. Oh, she's She's 27. How do you connect with rainbows? Do you like rainbows? Yes, Absolutely. But he made me feel like, please tell my mom, I will always send her rainbows. So do you connect them with your son? Oh, absolutely. So know that that is a sign from him that he is with you at that exact moment. You know, I say this to everyone that I have the opportunity to share my gift with or anyone that that's willing to listen. That, you know, the way that we connect with spirit isn't right or wrong. Everyone even mediums, we connect with spirit differently. Right. And as long as we use our gift to help people and for the highest good of all concerned, then we're doing our job. And sometimes we can place so much pressure on a session. Like I always say, the people that come in with no expectations, they have the best experience. But I also understand and respect that when souls, when they show themselves to us and we can feel them and we feel the signs and the symbols, I even did that. I did that to your son. I go, I want more from you. I just did it to him. (laughs) I said, I want you to do more. Then he brought up his sister. To validate to you that the important thing, Wendy, is that you know, and I think you do know this, that there truly is an afterlife and that heaven is for real. And I hope that you leave this session today knowing that you have that connection with your son, soul. That is a bond that can never and will never be broken. The only thing that I feel that I'm able to do as a medium is to validate for you that the things that you sense and feel are real. You're not crazy. It's not your imagination. It's not wishful thinking. And also maybe opening our eyes to other things that go on around us that we might never, ever put together that it is them. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all carry around different stressors. Some are big and some are small, right? But at the end of the day, when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You know, therapy just isn't for people who experience major trauma. Therapy, I find for myself, is great for learning positive coping skills and also how to set boundaries. And it has empowered me in the best way to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HeySpirit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HeySpirit. Do you connect with yellow roses or yellow flowers, like sunflowers or daisies or tulips? Yes, yellow roses. Because mm-hmm. your son handed you yellow roses. He showed me that you have a special connection with yellow roses. Did you sing to your son when you held him after he passed? I played a song over and over. Okay, because when a soul sings the song to me, you are my sunshine. That is my symbol for that you connected with music in that moment. Whether you sang a song to him, a lullaby, whether you played a song, whatever it is, validating that his soul knew it, his soul was present. Did you kind of put his hand around your finger? Like, did you slip your finger inside his hand? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because he yeah. kept, I kept doing this and I'm like, why am I doing this? Yeah, we have a picture of it, you know. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Knowing that your son knew that this is what you were doing. These are the moments in somebody's reading. Here you have your son who was born premature at 24 weeks and lived his 18 hours in an incubator from what you told me. And here he is describing what you did in the little moments that you had to hold him. Knowing that his soul that he knew, and it was like the love that he felt from you. And I'm going to say in those 18 hours, even though you didn't hold him for those 18 hours, that's how he made me feel. That that love that he felt from you, that strength that he felt from you of hearing you say, please hold on. You're going to make it. It's going to be okay. That was the love that he received for a lifetime for him to carry. There is something so incredible about your son's soul in this moment. And I, I think that no matter how many times I might have the privilege of channeling a soul that didn't get the opportunity to walk here in the physical world, your son is exceeding expectations that I ever had with spirit or experience with them in this way of his ability to do that. Did one of your boys just get a new bicycle? No. Well, I heard him say, look, I can ride my bike. 
So that's my symbol for if someone just learns how to ride a new bike. If they got a new bike, I don't care if it's a dirt bike, a two-wheeler. There's going to be eight and can't ride on two wheels yet. So <laughs> we're trying to push them to learn. Perfect. That's even better because he's like, look, mom, I can ride a two-wheeler. I just want to say this, Wendy. Typically, I don't know, my look, everyone's life experience is different, okay? Never take things for granted that this is what people experience. My daughter, she was four years old, was determined to ride a two-wheeler until she turned five. It was pitch black out. We were riding a bicycle. She had to ride her bike before she was five, and she did it. So for me to say to you, just learn how to ride a two-wheeler knowing, because we discussed that they're going to be eight, right? And hear your son solo saying, look, mom, I can ride a two-wheeler. They can't yet. But maybe it's the sign of they're gonna. <laughs> but, yes, more importantly, that's what he's doing on the other side. And when you're doing that, his soul is present experiencing this. I gotcha. Okay. You have to understand, what I've learned from spirit, from what they tell me, is that they live through our eyes. This is why they want us to embrace life with happiness and joy. They want us to because they're experiencing life through our eyes. So what an incredible moment of him saying, I can ride my new bike. I got a big bike. Yeah. That he is a part of that when you're doing that, knowing that he's doing that from heaven, that his soul is right beside the boys learning yeah. this. Now, was there something where you put Lawson's name? I don't know if it was like burned in like wood or if it was like carved in wood. And then like if it's above a door jam or if it's even on the bench or if it's out in the garage or if there's like something in, in the backyard. Where some of his remains are is on a, a wall that they, you know, engrave the names in a garden. Oh, Okay. Is there also like a big boulder or rock as well in that garden or by that area? Maybe. Just validating that his soul knows what is done in memory of him. Is there something also done at the hospital? I mean, he did get baptized at the hospital, but. He showed me my symbol for when there's something when usually typically when a child passes if they're in school and say there's a playground named in memory of them or in honor of them, or they plant like a garden at the school. But I felt like it was at a place. So I don't know if it was at the hospital, if it was maybe at the church or at a community center. I felt like it was something different than a cemetery. Yeah, he's at, he's at the church we were going to when we lived out in Metairie. Okay. So it's in their garden. And they have a plaque where they put all the names that are in that garden. Validating for you that his soul continues to grow with the family. So know that everything that your boys are going through, his soul is experiencing through their eyes. Do you also have the box of the things as well of his? Because mm -hmm. he keeps showing me the blue little shoe box. It's just my symbol for where whether it be his hospital bracelet, his little hat, or maybe his little onesie. It has to be mm -hmm. a separate box where you have things where sometimes you might sit through it when you're alone. I have, yeah. Know that his soul is with you at that exact moment. Okay. 
Was there something where you used to maybe release something in memory of him? Like maybe at the at a birthday party, we might have released balloons or maybe butterflies or lanterns. Both. We've done all that. Every birthday, we um, honor him. So know that his soul attends it in spirit. And every time he says that, he says, no one will ever forget me. I have a tattoo on my wrist here. That's his exact footprint. Oh, so you didn't think to show me that earlier when I said to you about his handprints and his thought and his footprint. <laughs> <laughs> so when I'm at work, people see it and someone asks me if that would make me sad. And I said, no, because I actually get to say his name out loud. I don't get to see it, say it that often. So when people ask, it makes me smile. And I'm like, mm -hmm. that's my baby lost him. My guardian angel, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that I love that. And you know what? Everything happens the way that it's supposed to, Wendy. Like, because this exact moment, your son is just showing me all these things and saying, no one is ever going to forget me. No one's ever going to forget me, Mom. And then here it is. How long ago did we talk about the footprints, <laughs> right? Right. And then you decide in this moment to show me. And it's like, because this brings me joy in talking about him. Right. Knowing that every time you do that, his soul is with you at that exact moment. Are you worried about your daughter? No, I mean, she's she lives in New Orleans, and New Orleans is getting bad. So, I mean, I always worry about her, but... That's what we're supposed to do as parents, right? We're supposed to worry. Because he keeps saying, please tell my mom that I watch over my sister. I'm glad. <laughs> now, maybe that's why, because I, believe it or not, like, this is one of my symbols, and I didn't put it together... Not realizing that you were from Louisiana, but I didn't know like where, where you're from and whether if it was close to New Orleans or not. But he kept showing me like the saxophone. For some reason, that is my symbol for New Orleans. I don't know why. Maybe because of the, the bands. I'm like, why do you want me to say that? And he goes, just, just tell my mom I watch over my sister. Don't worry about my sister. I said, okay. <laughs> Whose birthday is coming up? Her birthday is coming up. So know that he wants to take this opportunity to wish her a happy birthday. Okay. Now, d did you move or was there talk about moving? We didn't move. Okay. So know that your son is just acknowledging that his soul went with you, that wherever you go, you bring him with you. Do you work with children? No. Why do I, he chose me like in a nursing or teaching capacity. I'm a nurse. Oh, oh, you are a nurse. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Not with kids, but I am a nurse. <laughs> That's okay. You're a nurse. Well, for some yeah. reason, teacher and nurse, they kind of go together with me because I, I don't know if it's because I just feel like they're, they're like probably such like being a parent, a teacher and a nurse, like the most important things here in the physical world. And I think <laughs> that they're sometimes not as valued as they should be. Yeah. I was made to feel like that your son shows himself to you through other forms of someone else's physical body. We always say that we thought he would look more like Finn and not Rowan. So Perfect. But they're glimpses, right? Of, of maybe something Finn will do. Like, oh my God, I, I would picture, you know, Lawson to do that. Right? Know that in those moments, it's almost like souls. I, I, I have to share this with you, Wendy, because an infant has never done this before. This is a first. And I am doing this 
for majority of my life, but over two decades. And usually like a soul will say to me, like, they'll say for a split second, my mom thought they saw me at a store, but that was me that my soul actually entered another physical body and showed her the way that I would walk, the way I would stand. Here we have your son who was an infant when he died, literally showing me that there, you look at your son and like, hmm, I think that's what, how Larson would be. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Knowing that in that moment, that is his soul letting you know that I am present. I am still present. I am growing and a part of this family. I believe it. Yeah. Knowing that that is real. That is the first time. And I think this is a lot like for him because there, there are things that are like a soul this young at the time of his departure has never really done before in this magnitude <laughs> of validating his presence. He knew I needed it. But the fact, can I just say this, that your son, when he validated that he was with your grandparents, and then for you to say that he was named after your grandfather, right? I mean, in that moment, I was just like, oh, like, it's, it just amazes me how souls validate over and over that soul bond. Now, can I ask you, Wendy, were you going to add to the uh, footprint tattoo? Were you actually going to put his name or like angel wings or something? Not to the footprint, but I wanted to to add to, rep to represent all the babies, all the kids. Perfect. Now, this doesn't mean that you're supposed to go tomorrow and get this tattoo done. Yeah, <laughs> it just validates your your son. I have to stop because of my accent and make sure I pronounce his name correctly. Lawson, because the last time I just said it, he goes, you didn't say it right again, Teresa. I go, all right, well, work on my accent. <laughs> that it was just validating that his soul was with you at that exact moment. And the thing that I find incredible about your session is that this is something that we wonder about, right? We always say it, a soul is a soul and a bond is a bond. But for your son to acknowledge and to talk about things that A, have gone on in this lifetime since his departure, to validate that his soul has grown and is doing the things that his brothers are doing and knowing that these past almost eight years, it, it hasn't been easy. And this moment, hopefully, will just make it a little bit easier and maybe a little bit lighter in really knowing that, yeah, you know what? He is in spirit. His soul is here learning to ride a two-wheeler, and he rode a two-wheeler before his brothers. <laughs> knowing about the things that you're thinking about doing, that how much you carry him in your thoughts, in your heart, in your soul, that that is something that will never, ever be broken. I want you to focus on your connection with your son's soul. And I know I shouldn't probably say this, and this is exactly what I do for a living, but I really want you to believe in that. I want you to find peace and comfort in that. 
and maybe not so much in mediums. I probably shouldn't okay. say this, but I do for a living. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I mean, I love, you know, look, going to mediums, A, isn't for everyone. B, I feel going to mediums are great because I feel that they just validate things for us. And that's what I want spirit to do. You know, and, you know, I used to have a rule years ago, but long before Long Island Medium, um, I used to, I used to get a lot of people still do that, unfortunately, have lost children. And they would come to me once a month if they could. But I had a rule. I said, you can, you can come once a year. I had a special handful that I would allow to come every six months because I knew that they were using this and it was healing. They, it wasn't mm -hmm. keeping them stuck. And I don't know why I'm sharing that with you. I just, because I really do, I want people to know that what they sense and feel are real. I want you to believe in yourself, in your own connection, your own bond. And just remember when you do go to a medium that just look for the validations. Okay. Yeah. Because I, the I, way, I, the way that he came forward in the speech is friggin' mind blowing to me. But now I understand it. Now I get it. Now I get it. But that's what you needed. That's what absolutely. You yes, absolutely. I've been and searching. That, and, <laughs> but you know what? I oh, I also say uh, uh, an experience or a reading, however you want to interpret it, is exactly what we need, not what we want. And sometimes we don't realize what we need until after we have something like this. And what I love, because your son's making me feel like your spiritual connection to the other side is so much stronger than, than you think. Anything, Wendy, that goes on around you that catches your attention but I'm also going to say this. Your son also made me feel like you're more open to that at that now. Does that make sense? Not that you weren't before, but he kind of made me feel like the numbing of losing him is starting to lift. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Do you hang up the Christmas ornaments in memory of your son? Oh, yeah. Because he just said to me, he goes, oh, he goes, wait, the best part, Teresa. I go, he's so excitable. Like, and he's like, the best thing we got to talk about. The best thing we got to talk about. And I'm like, what? He's like, my Christmas ornaments. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> I get a Christmas ornament every year made. And he's on it every year. Perfect. Absolutely. And is there something made, because I use sticks, is there something made out of pixie sticks or is there an ornament that maybe one of your boys made out of sticks? I don't care if they're toothpicks, if they're like little sticks to make a picture frame. Maybe. Okay. Don't be surprised when you pull out your Christmas decorations. If you find some type of ornament that... I don't care. It looks like a stick that's actually made out of a stick. This is the other thing, Wendy. The thing that I, I want to share this with you, what I love about your experience also is because I think there might be people listening right now to your session and saying where they can't, they don't know how to incorporate their child 
maybe their unborn child or their child that only lived a few hours, how to incorporate that child into holidays, into celebrations. And I think that this is also a way of your son, Lawson, showing you that he knows of the beautiful person you are. Loving, caring, and always helping other people in their grief or whatever sadness or sorrow they're going through. You're there to give them encouragement and maybe even an idea or two. So I can guarantee you that there will be someone listening right now that will go out and probably purchase or have an ornament made with their unborn child's name or their child that only lived for a few hours or for a few days and include Mm -hmm. them on a Christmas ornament. Yeah, I share that with people all the time. I just feel like if I can just share my story, it'll give them, you know, like you said, ideas and how to incorporate it because he's in it every day, all the things. But you would not believe, Wendy, how many people struggle with that. I know. They they don't know how. And here it is. Timing is everything. That you're having this session right before the holidays. Yes. Can I tell you one quick story real fast? Sure. Um, One of my patients, I was working in a different department, but she, I was talking about my tattoo. They, They saw it. I was telling them. And then she was in the bathroom and she was like, come here. And I went in there and she's like, my aunt lost a child that she never talks about. You don't understand how much you touched her heart by talking about yours. And then later on that day, she said, Wendy, because she started telling me about, I said, what's his name and all that. And she's, and so she said it out loud. She said, I've never knew his name. She never talked about him. And so that night I went home and I, I researched like a bunch of poems about a son talking to him from the other side, like I'm at, you know, and gave her this little packet and she cried and hugged me so much. And it just like, I went home just feeling so light and happy that I actually touched someone and made them open to it. Cause some cultures and whatnot, they don't, they're known to like, don't talk about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So yes, I try to do that anytime I can and share my experience and empathize with people. Yeah. So just wanted to share that with you. I'm so grateful that you did and thankful because it just validates everything that your son just had me say to you. You said you only get what you need. And the other day I said, Lawson, I know Teresa says only get what you need, but I want you to come through. He came through with exactly what you wanted, but more importantly, what you needed. To validate these things is just absolutely incredible. And I don't think that it's a coincidence. And I even said this to you before that, timing is everything right that I believe spirit has a hand in it and I truly believe that the sweet soul of your son which represents your sweet boys here in the physical world on how you're able to help people not only yourself of what you needed and what you wanted for today but to be able to help someone get through the holidays And I don't think that that's a coincidence. And I want to thank you for trusting me with the souls of your loved ones. Most importantly, your precious son. I don't think Mm -hmm. I will 
ever forget the moment of the riding of the bike. <laughs> Me either. I mean, <laughs> unbelievable. What a beautiful gift he has given you today. So I hope you leave this session today, Wendy, with knowing that his soul is living life through your eyes, your entire family's eyes, loving, guiding, and protecting you all. I wish you all the best. And may God bless you, Wendy. Thank you so much for trusting me with the souls of your loved ones. Thank you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. My name's Wendy, and I'm from Prairieville, Louisiana, in between New Orleans and Baton Rouge. <laughs> Absolutely. I was looking forward to hearing from my son, Lawson, and he definitely showed himself today. He came and blew me away. So definitely is what I needed. Teresa had talked about the number three. First thing she said was, did you lose a child? And then not only she said that, and were you looking to hear from your son? And then um, she also mentioned three. He was a triplet. Definitely made me feel like he was there. And also, if I connected with rainbows and that he sends me rainbows, and I absolutely do always think of him, I see rainbows. So in the beginning, when she said the number eight, I really didn't connect with the number eight at all until we started talking. And it was more, he and his brothers are going to be eight in April. She said something about footprints. Obviously, I'm not a skeptic, but sometimes you just want things to be said without you giving information, right? So I have a footprint on my wrist, a tattoo, and I didn't say that till later. <laughs> so she was like, why did you say that before? Because I wanted to hear more. And she did say that he'll never be forgotten. And I always say this tattoo, in my line of work, I'm a nurse, so people see it all the time and they ask about it. And ask me if I'm sad about it when people ask and I tell them no because I get to say his name. So no, he will never be forgotten because people ask about it all the time. <laughs> so I can keep talking about him. It's exactly what I needed. I feel lighter. I mean, I feel like when I do see the signs, I'm gonna, you know, reflect on this and just know it's him. I think I'll take away of just let that go, let that guilt go and just be in the moment and just, I always have them with me, that's all.
we are trying to get our, our sons to learn how to ride a bike. And when she said that he's got his bike and riding his bike <laughs> on two wheels, you know, it made me laugh. And she said in the beginning about laughter. So it gives me hope that they will. <laughs> we are two moms. And um, when they were born, we were not legally married because it wasn't legal yet. They actually became legal when they were in the hospital. And at that moment, his brothers were fighting for their life. So in November, two years ago, we had a little ceremony in our backyard to make it legal. Our friends were leaving and they said, um, hurry up, hurry up, come outside, come outside, front, front yard. And we have a picture of us looking towards our house and there was a rainbow over only our house. Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at TeresaCaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.